Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Lord bless you this wonderful day. Another day to serve God with might. And you know what? I think I want to talk today maybe about influence. Influence of people uh, in this world, influences of God in our lives that will help influence others to impact our world. Our Heavenly Father, open our hearts to you today. Open our minds to hear you, to seek you, to be about you. Lord, if there's some struggling today, maybe it's with their health. Maybe, Lord, it's with their family, whatever it might be. In the name of Jesus, I pray you touch them right now. Right now, at this moment, they would sense your mighty presence on their lives. Thank you for this opportunity to share. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as I've stated to you over the many years uh, being on the radio, that we all have a sphere of influence and that we can help people know Jesus if we are willing to do so. There's that big word again, if. If we are willing to do so. You know, in a few minutes, I'm going to share about some famous people who did just that. But I want to be very clear. Listen very clear to me right now. God wants to use you where you are planted. Yes, where you're planted. We're all planted in different places. The greatest days are ahead. You know, over the many years I've been at the, at the church, God has helped uh, and worked through us to be able to bless people and to be about his business. And through those years, I've watched many people deepen their faith and start impacting their world. You know, right now, maybe more than ever, I'm seeing people respond to challenges and uh, take the call on their life. In our church, we built a program called Cloverdale University, and we have all sorts of these classes that are offered throughout the year that are spiritual growth classes. In fact, I'm teaching one in, in March called Partners in Prayer on a Sunday afternoon, and there's just a a number of classes that we have to try to help people in their walk with God, because we need to take very seriously our walk with God. Paul said these words in Acts twenty twenty four: I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task of the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now, what was his task? To testify the good news of of God's grace, of God's unmerited favor, how God cared so deeply for people and how he wants to change lives. Paul's life, of course, took a flip-flop once he was an enemy of Christians and then meeting Jesus and having a gigantic desire to turn people from their ways to believe and serve Jesus Christ. And most people know that Paul, through the Spirit of God, spurred the revolutionary revival that has changed the world forever. Because he was on a mission. God took someone who hated Jesus, who persecuted people because of Jesus. He changed his heart. And then his mission became that to share the good news of Jesus with a lost world. And as we all know, in the book of Acts, revival took place. That revival led to where we are today in Christianity. Millions of people coming to know Jesus Christ because of a man that God used and turned his life around. Because we're all sinners, saved by God's grace. 
God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, folks, life is a mission. And that is something I want all of us to think about and think about how we are fulfilling those things and how God will help us change our world for Jesus. I mentioned I wanted to talk about a few famous people today. Some of you have heard of some of them and possibly may not. Some of them are quite old, and if you're very young, you may not have heard of them, but I believe most of you have heard these names. The first one is Charles Dickens, one of the world's most notable authors. He was a member of the Church of England and was inspired by the life of Christ. Though Dickens was known for pushing for prison reform and fighting for child labor laws, people couldn't overlook his love and his compassion for Jesus Christ. His major desire was to portray Jesus in his servanthood. His mission was to enlarge, to be sought, to fulfill God's calling on his life. Charles Dickens wanted to make a difference in this world. But when we think of Charles Dickens, we just think of the great author. We many times don't think of his background or who he was and what an influence he had. People of God, we need to be influencers. Then there was Florence Nightingale. Some of you remember her, founder of Modern Nursing. She prayed heavily that God would give her a life-defining task. The author said she was determined to be faithful in her purpose. She would not rest until she fulfilled what she felt God had called her to do, and she, through the help of Almighty God, revolutionized nursing. Revolutionized nursing because she was following God's lead. Then there was filmmaker Cristobal Cruson, who founded Cinematic Ministry, did a study and wrote a book about people who impacted the cause of Christ in different ways. And that's, you know, wrote a book about it. And, you know, think about how we can make a dent in the people that need Jesus by just standing up and doing something in a positive manner, being a living influence. Then there was Louis Pasteur, a French chemist who is known for discovering vaccines that led to major medical breakthroughs that paved the way to all the modern vaccines we have to protect us from disease. He loved God, but struggled with the loss of his two daughters. He was a man of faith, and he prayed God would bring him understanding and insight. And we all struggle with death. I lost a son. My wife and I lost a son. It was very difficult, but we had to rely on God more than ever to recover from that. And God helped us. God has led us. Even though it's been 31 years, God has been there for us. And we know our little boy's in heaven with him. And someday we'll see him again. And Louis Pasteur, he, he got it because he laid his life on the line for Jesus. He decided Jesus was what it was about, and he loved him. Then there's Joseph Lister, a British surgeon whose pioneer of antiseptic surgery and called hospitals, nurses, and doctors to do a better job cleaning and not to spread viruses. And, of course, those places became the safest and most sterile places anywhere. He was a brilliant man of faith in God, and he said he would never mix science with faith. He was a quiet Quaker man who was led by God to be 
a difference maker. I love that. I love hearing people like that who are directed by God to be a difference maker, to find these doctors, these inventors, these creators doing something to impact the world. And then, of course, there's Frederick Douglass. He gave his life to Christ at age 13. He was taught secretly about Jesus by the wife of a slave owner. He learned and loved his God and was said to have a brilliant mind. He went on to fight for the abolishing of slavery, and he made it a mission to teach slaves how to read and become, and he, and he became a preacher in 1839. But this fight to abolish slavery and to do it following God's leading and huge, had a huge impact on this. He was a man who stood by God and his principles and thus changed the world. Frederick Douglass. Thank you, Lord, for people like Frederick Douglass. Then there is, and I can't even hardly say this name, Dag Hammarskjöld, former Secretary General of the United Nations. He died in a plane crash in Zambia in 1961. But a journal was found of his life that he wrote in daily. He shared his journal in his journal how he prayed to God to give him a defining purpose. He became a champion of the underdog and was an advocate to nations that didn't have a voice and led a number of nations to sovereignty to give them a greater life. Like Jesus, he was the champion of the underdog. You know, I believe God wants champions. I believe he wants to develop all of us to be champions of the underdog. I think it's very, very important. Then there was John Rockefeller. You know that name. He was a tycoon. Wealthy beyond wealthy, founder of Standard Oil Company. But what many people didn't know, that he was highly, a highly spiritual man who loved the Lord Jesus Christ. He was a faithful member of the Baptist Church and believed honoring God with everything he had. It was said he gave beyond 10% of his tithe to the church, and he gave many Christian organizations and colleges beyond that. He served God faithfully until he was called home. But his impact on people went far beyond his reputation as a tycoon. And then the one I'll finish with today is Abraham Lincoln. Of course, you know Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States, probably the most popular president to ever live. He was said to be a skeptic of Christianity and really struggled with the death of his son, Edward. But it was said that later on, after his son's death, he gave his life to Jesus Christ, not many years before his own passing. He would console with the Scottish pastor, John Smith, about his life as a pastor. John would preach at the church. He attended some. Later, Lincoln was quoted by saying, There is nowhere else to go but to my knees. Many of us over the years have read the powerful speeches that honored God. Folks, I've got to tell you this. Abraham Lincoln made a difference in the world, made a difference in the world in many different ways. But, you know, like I said, he questioned Christianity for quite a period of time. But then he came to know Jesus. There are circumstances in our life that cause us to question things. But the important thing is turn to Jesus. There is nowhere else to go, as he said, but to my knees. My father's knees must have been calloused as much as he was on him. I saw him on his knees over and over again. People, let's be people of prayer. Let's be people of influence. 
I'm going to continue on this message tomorrow. I pray that uh, God blesses you today. Let's go out and let's be difference makers. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.